once again, I want to welcome you to Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Today, we're doing podcast number 201, and the title is, How Trials Bring Abundant Living. Now, that's an interesting topic, but I want to show you how the Word of God shows us examples of how a trial has brought abundant living to people in the Word of God. It can happen in our life, so I believe the Lord is going to bless it, and I believe this is an important message for each and every one of us to be aware of. So let's pray and ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance. Father, I give you praise for who you are. I thank you for this opportunity I have to bring this podcast. And I ask now the Holy Spirit to come in, take control, take charge, and do what only you can do. Lead me in the way that I should go. Guide me through the scriptures. Guide me through my comments and the notes that I've prepared. And I pray that you would bless it. And I pray that those that are listening in would receive clarity and understanding, Lord, and receive favor, Father, as they're going through challenges in their life. Thank you, Lord, for this teaching. Thank you for the opportunity that I have. And I'll be careful now to give you praise for it and give you all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, our last podcast, number 200, had to do with kind of in, an introduction on the topic of abundant living and living an overcoming life. And this is continuing that same series. We'll be doing this now for a while until the Holy Spirit leads me to do something else. But you know, often the challenges that we face in life become some of the most beneficial things that happen in our life. Now you might say, well, why in the world would I say that? I believe that statement will make sense as we go through this series and this podcast on how trials bring abundant living. Now, we have all heard that we need a test to have a testimony. I've heard that many times. I think it's a very important thing for us to remember when it comes to going through the trials that we have in life. Difficult times can be handled two ways. There's a lot of ways they can be handled, but mainly two that I'd like to talk about. First, it is to let the trial just defeat us. Now, obviously, that's a bad way to do it. And that's to do absolutely nothing to defeat it and just kind of let it ruin our life. Well, we don't want that to happen. This is when we might say something like, if it wasn't for bad luck, I guess I wouldn't have any luck at all. Well, first of all, when it has to do with luck, Christians do not live their life by luck. Christians don't live their life by coincidences because I believe the steps of man are led of God. I believe that God guides our thoughts. He guides our minds. He guides everything that we do. And we don't live by luck. We give all glory to God because we live through his grace and by faith in him. And I believe that's how we got to remember that that luck does not apply to Christians. So if you're using that word and saying, well, I was lucky here, I was lucky there. Why don't you just stop that and say, I was blessed here or I was blessed there. We have a very wonderful couple that we know. And for the longest time, they've struggled with getting away from saying they were lucky here, lucky there. And now they realize that they were robbing themselves and not giving God the credit and God the glory for the good things that he's done in their life. So let's always say, God bless me. Or I was so blessed. Now, during a trial, some say there is nothing they can do. You see, they decide to just live with it. And that's the first thing that we can do. And we got to get away from that. The second thing that we can do is that we can look at the situation we're going through when facing a challenge. And that is to claim God's promises in that challenge. And and say things like, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything I can imagine or even think. See, as we're going through a trial, that's the claim that we need to have. That's the 
mistake we need to make. We need to look at God's word and see what Jesus said in John chapter 10 and verse 10. He says, the thief's purpose is to steal and to kill and destroy. He says, my purpose is to give people a rich and satisfying life. So we need to claim that promise and believe that God's in charge. Jesus said that he came to give life. So therefore, we claim that life. You just say, when you're going through a trouble, say, I claim life. I claim prosperity. I claim abundant living. I believe that God's going to take me through this and going to bless me, and I'm going to live more abundantly. And I claim that in Jesus' name. You see, I pray that we all choose the second option, and that is to claim the promises of God and not just accept things the way they are and say there's nothing I can do about it because there's a lot we can do about it in Jesus' name. Let me give an example of someone who went through a whole lot of trials, a lot of challenges in his life. King David, he faced many trials in his life. He faced the giant Goliath. He had to kill a lion. He had to kill a bear. He had to fight for his kingdom. He had to fight for his life on many, many occasions. He had some challenges and trials and temptations. One was when he looked upon Bathsheba. He should have gone on to battle, which is what he was supposed to do, but he fell into temptation with Bathsheba and committed sex with her and therefore messed up his his life. And he basically sent her husband off into battle, put him at the front of the line so that he would die. And so, David had a lot of trials. He had a challenges in his life. He, King Saul was after David all the time. He wanted David killed. People were after David for his life. So therefore, he knew what it was like to go through a whole lot of trials and challenges. But the big challenge I want to talk about, matter of fact, I'm going to use it in kind of a large format today to talk about how the trials that he faced with the giant Goliath can relate to the trials and the challenges that we go through in our life. When he faced the challenge of fighting and dealing with Goliath, it was very unique to all the challenges that David had. And this challenge of Goliath, this giant in his life, is something that we can relate to. This challenge could have defeated David. Goliath could have taken him out. So why did this trial bring abundant living to David? We're going to read about it in 1 Samuel chapter 7, and it's the story of David and Goliath, and one that you've probably heard before, but I'm going to use a few scriptures in here to help understand the trial that David faced and how he eventually was blessed because of it and how we can be blessed by it. So I'll read the entire story now, not not the whole thing, but I'm going to take out a few verses in 1 Samuel chapter 17, and we're going to point out some things that I think will be beneficial to us. So let's just do that right now. It's found in the New Living Translation, and I'm going to be reading from 1 Samuel chapter 17, starting at verse 1. Now, Goliath here is challenging the Israelites. It says here, the the Philistines now mustered their army together because they were getting ready to fight and battle the Israelites. It says here in verse 2 that Saul countered by gathering his Israelite troops near the valley of Elah. So the Philistines and the Israelites faced each other on opposite hills with the valley between them. Now try and picture that. And it's kind of like put yourself in that spot. Picture yourself as here you're on one hill and your challenges are on the other hill and you got to go through this valley in order to get to that challenge. You got to go through the difficulties in life to face the challenge that you've got. You can't turn away from your challenge. Many times people think, well, I'll just ignore that challenge and it'll go away. No, it doesn't go away. A marriage doesn't heal on its own. Financial challenges that we have, they don't just heal themselves on their own. Uh, When we're dealing with relationships with people, 
or we lose our job or wherever it might be, that just doesn't go away. We've got to go through the battle. God promised us that he would never leave us nor forsake us, but he also promised us that we would have to go through it. The Bible says, well, though I walk through the valley of death, you're there. You're going to help me. So we have to go through things, not around things. And that's what was facing the Israelites, and that's what faces us in our life each and every day. Now, we got this game guy, this guy named Goliath. He was a Philistine champion from Gath. He came out from the Philistine ranks to face the forces of Israel. He was over nine feet tall. Now, that's a pretty tall dude. It said he had a bronze coat, and it said that it weighed 125 pounds. He also wore bronze leg armored, and he carried a bronze javelin on his shoulder. The shaft of his spear, it says, was as heavy and thick as a weaver's beam. A beam. Think of that. It says that the spearhead of his spear, just the head of it, weighed 15 pounds. It says his armor bearer walked ahead of him wearing, carrying this big shield. So this was a pretty amazing guy coming at you. And you know that relate to him now in whatever challenges in your life. What are you facing? Are you facing uh, bankruptcy? Are you facing health problems? Are you facing marital problems? Are you fa- or do you know other people who are facing huge challenges in their life? Well, we can kind of relate to that because these challenges could have taken out David and the challenges you're facing facing could take you out if you don't allow God to intervene and to have his way and his will and help us through this challenge and bring forth an abundant life for each and every one of us. In verse 8, it says, Goliath stood and shouted a taunt across the Israelites. He says, where are you all coming out to fight? He says, I'm the Philistine champion, but you are only the servants of Saul. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. Verse 9, he says, if he kills me, then we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. Verse 10, I defy the armies of the Israel of Israel today. He says, send me a man who will fight me. When Saul and the Israelites heard this, they were terrified and deeply shaken. Now, how does this relate to our challenges? Have you ever faced something that was like a giant? I mean, it was an absolute massive giant. And you thought, I don't know how I'm going to get around this. I don't know how I can defeat that. Maybe it was a divorce. Maybe it was a health situation where you were told that you only had six months to live or two months to live because I've experienced that physical challenge in my life. And it was a giant. It was a huge giant. But I looked at that and I thought, well, that's certainly a problem, but I don't have to deal with that. God's going to deal with it. And that's where David gets in here. Now in verse 12, it says, now David was the son of a man named Jesse. And he was one of many children that Jesse had eight sons. Jesse's oldest sons served in the army with, with King Saul. And it says Davis was the young, David was the youngest son. And you know he was basically the least of someone that you would think would be the person who would be able to challenge and fight this giant Goliath. In verse 16, it says, for 40 days, listen to this, for 40 days, every morning and evening, the Philistine champion strutted in front of the Israelite and our army. Now, think about what you're going through right now or what somebody else is going through. I remember I had eight weeks of heavy chemo treatments in the hospital. And so eight weeks, I had to face a giant Goliath who was there trying to take me out. But I knew that God was able and that God was going to take me through it. And you may have experienced a great challenge in your life, like this 40-year challenge that was in the face of the Israelites. Goliath stood up there and yelled and screamed. And the giant that you were facing, you were saying, how in the world can I get past this? Well, I want to show you in this podcast that not only can you get past that giant, but you can live abundantly and become an overcomer through the process of your challenge. Now, verse 17, one day, Jesse said to David, now, so important to stop right here. The words one day mean something to me because one day was an opportunity. And let me just speak into your life now. The challenge that you're facing right now, one day, 
God's going to speak to you and he's going to give you the answer to that challenge. One day, the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you and give you comfort. One day, you're going to read the word of God and you're going to see something that's going to bring you faith and hope and and a desire to become an overcomer in the challenge that you're facing. And this teaching is so important to learn because if you're not going through the challenge, then you probably know somebody else who is, and you need to share that with them and share that teaching with them that our trials will lead us to abundant living and an overcoming life. So let's go to verse 17 again. It says, One day Jesse's son said to David, Take this basket of roasted grain and the ten loaves of bread and carry them quickly to your brothers. Now, wait a minute here. I thought he was going to go fight a devil, you know, a devil in the form of Goliath, but he had to first do what he was supposed to do. He was a servant. So we have to do what we're supposed to do on a daily basis to get ready to fight the challenges in our life. So at verse 20, it says, So David left the sheep and he went away from them and he arrived at the camp just as the Israelite army was leaving for the battlefield with shouts of and battle cries. See, the Israelite army was getting all ready to face their battle. They were rah, 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 let's go, let's go get them. It's like a football team out there shouting on the side of the field when they, they go to face the challenge that they're about ready to face. They're getting ready to get for this battle that's going to face them. In verse 21, it says, soon the Israelite and Philistine forces stood facing each other, army against army. Verse 22, David left his things with the keeper of, of supplies and hurried out to the ranks. He wanted to see what was going on. He wanted to see what in the world is happening out there. In verse 23, as he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine, champion from Gath, here he came. He says, he came out from the Philistine ranks. Then David heard him shout his usual, I will use the word garbage, but it's taunt, his usual garbage to the army of Israel, basically saying, I'm going to kill every one of you. Is there anyone there that can take me on because I'm, I'm opposed to you and I'm opposed to your God? And Goliath was just absolutely about the worst thing that anyone could face. Verse 24, as soon as the Israelite army saw him, they began to run away in fright. Wait a minute, I thought this was the group of people who were already cheering and getting ready for battle and rah, 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 we're ready to go. But as soon as they saw this giant, they saw this trial, they saw this, this challenge facing them, they took off and started running away. Verse 25, they said, have you seen this giant? Have you seen the size of my trial they're saying? Have you seen this, this adversary? Have you seen this, this, this situation that I'm facing? It, it comes out each day. It says here, he comes out each day to defy Israel. So the challenge that we face can come out each and every day to tell us that God's not able. That's what Goliath was doing. Well, Goliath winds up losing and the challenge you have in your life will lose if you lift up Almighty God and use the promises of God to fight the battle that you're facing in your life. And it will bring abundant living and overcoming living to your life. Now it says here, verse 26, David asked the soldiers standing nearby, what will a man get for killing this Philistine? Ending his defiance of Israel. Who is this pagan Philistine? Or anyways, he's who is this guy? That he is allowed to defy the armies of the living God? Verse 27, and these men gave David the same reply. They told David, yeah, there's a reward if you can kill him. In verse 28, it says, but when David's oldest brother, Eliab, heard David talking to the men, he was angry. He says, what are you doing around here? Anyways, what he's basically saying, you don't have a chance to handle this thing. You can't handle this thing. This is bigger than you are. You don't have any way of defeating Goliath. What are you doing around here? Go back and get to your sheep. You see, people do that to us. When we're facing something, they'll say, well, you should probably just give up and let it go or just lay over and don't worry about it. These things happen in life. And so you'll just simply... 
like you get a bad diagnosis of health, you just say, well, there's nothing you can do about it. Just hope that God will help you somehow. And if you don't, then you'll just, I guess, have to die from it. Or if you're facing a divorce, you say, well, you'll get past that. Don't worry about it. You'll just go through the divorce and you'll be okay. People are always talking that way to us and trying to tell us that there's nothing that we can do. Well, there's a lot that we can do. And David knew that. And I'm going to show you in the word of God that we can do that when we're facing trials and challenges. Let's run down to verse 32. Here's where David is. He's kind of had it all. He's kind of done with the whole thing. He's tired of hearing all these comments and stuff. He's tired of hearing Goliath. He says in verse 32, don't worry about this Philistine. David told Saul, I'll go fight him. Then Paul said, then Saul said, the King Saul says, don't be ridiculous. He says, no way you can fight this guy. He's going to kill you. You're just a little boy. He's going to destroy you. And David's going, well, okay, I'm not going to listen to Saul then. So David basically said, I'll take care of this myself. Run down to verse 40. David picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into his shepherd's bag. Then armed only with his shepherd's staff and a sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistines. That's like we are when we're facing a challenge. The challenge is on on the other. We got to go through this valley. That's where the challenge is at. Get to the other side of what we want to get. We got to go from where we are to where we want to get, but we got to go through the battle. So David had to go through the valley. We have to go through the valley in order to win. So picture yourself going through this valley. Verse 41, Goliath walked out to David. The challenge came to him. The, the trial was facing David. He walked towards David with his shield bearer ahead of him, sneering in contempt at this ruddy-faced boy. Am I a dog, he says, roared it, he roared at David. Then you come to me with a stick? And he cursed David by the names of his gods. Come over here and I'll give your flesh to the birds and wild animals, Goliath yelled. I'm telling you, this, this thing is heating up. Verse 45, David replied to the Philistine, You come to me with your sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven, heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. You know, when we face a trial and we look at that nasty giant, we got to say to ourselves, I come in the name of Jesus with his word. I have the strength of God in my heart. I know that I'm able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything I can imagine or even think. I know there's power in me in the name of Jesus. And I come against this giant in the name of Jesus. I take authority over it. I bind that giant. And I, I, I believe and pray that he will be removed from my life. And I'll walk right past him or through him if I have to. That's how we have to face our trials. Now, this may be a little rally thing that some of you might thinking you might be overdoing this a little bit, but I'm really not because when you're facing a trial, a major challenge, maybe a life-threatening challenge, we've got to realize that's a giant that wants to destroy us, but God wants to reward us and bless us. In verse 46, David said this, today the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head and then I will give your head and bodies to the bodies of your men, to the birds and the wild animals. David just says, I'm done with this. So then David, we all know, he reached into the shepherd's bag. He took out the stone. He hurled it at the sling. He hit the giant in the forehead. The guy fell to the ground. David ran over and took the sword of the giant. He took the what the giant was using to kill David. David took and used it to take out the giant. And he cut off the head of Goliath. Now, what the devil is coming at you with in your trials and challenges, you can take authority over that in the name of Jesus and turn that against him. And that means he can. He comes at you in fear and anxiety and 
anguish and puts all kinds of worry and doubt in your mind, you can take that stuff and throw it back at him and defeat him in the name of Jesus because we don't have to be anxious or worry about everything because we can bring everything to our God and we can give him thanksgiving for what he's done in the past and we can claim the promises of God and that will guard our hearts and guard our minds in Christ Jesus. So we throw back into the faith of doubt and fear and anxiety and trials and challenges and we take authority of it over it in the name of Jesus and we reclaim, we claim our reward in Jesus' name. Now I know that that story has been told many times and many of you who are believers have heard it by pastors and evangelists, you've read about it, but I truly believe that we can look at the trial that David faced and we can see how that trial brought abundant living for David because from that day forward and for the rest of his days and even thousands of years later, we still look at David and say, we don't say that he faced trials, we say that he was the giant killer that he's the guy that took out the challenges in his life. He wasn't perfect, but he knew that his God was able. He didn't allow fear to take over his life. You see, from this story, from this experience, we must learn how to defeat our giants or they will destroy us. We must understand that fear is a fake God. It's something that has no place in our life. Fear wants us to think about it, to follow it, to talk about it, and take it with us daily. Think about that. The trials and challenges that we have is just like a life. It's there daily, every day, right in our face. And the devil wants that fear to enter our minds and our hearts and wants us to think about it and dwell on it and allow it to defeat us. Well, we don't have to receive that fear and we can take authority over it in Jesus' name. You see, when we face the trials that seem to be overwhelming to us, our God will overwhelm the trial in our life. Now, when we think there's no hope for us financially, emotionally, physically, God will bring hope into our life. That is if we seek him, if we draw near to God, if we put our trust in him and we claim his word and his promises. Now, let me ask you to think about a trial that made you draw closer to God. You were facing something, but you ran to God and realized you need him to take you through this trial. In order to have a testimony of becoming and overcoming, remember what I said earlier in this podcast, we must have a test. David had the test, but he had a great testimony. You have a test going through your life. I have tests in my life, and that will give us both testimonies of God's goodness. Now, would the Apostle Paul's writings be as powerful if he had never gone through any trials or tests? Let's look at Philippians chapter 4 and verse 12 and look at the life of the Apostle Paul. Everyone knows that Paul went through some bad stuff. He went some amazing trials. He was in prison when he was writing all the epistles. He was beaten and nearly crucified. And I mean, he was inch of his life of dying many, many times. Eventually he died as we all do. But bottom line, he was successful at times and then he got nearly beat to death at times. But he stood firm in his walk with God. And Paul understood that, that the trials will bring forth abundant living and overcoming living. And he talks about that in Philippians chapter four and just verse number 12. Let's just read that one alone and see how it'll help us in the challenges that we face. I'm reading out the New Living Translation, Philippians chapter 4, verse 12. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. Verse 13, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Verse 14, even so, you have done well to share with me in my present difficulty. See, Paul was in the middle of difficulty and people were sharing to help him, but he wanted to let them know he's been through it all. He's faced all the challenges. He's gone through all the trials, but he is now living an abundant life, even in a prison cell. 
and he's an overcomer. Glory to God. You know, when we feel like we do not know what to do or where to go or how to act or react to any challenge that we're facing, we need to run to God's word. So why don't we do that? We'll get a couple scriptures here and read them to you as we get to the close of this podcast. Let's look what James had to say in James chapter 1 and verse 12, the New Living Translation. Listen to this. God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. You hear what I just said? They go, those who endure testing and temptations, they, as they go through that, that later on, afterward, they will receive the crown of life. They're going to receive their abundance and their overcoming life. Let's look at Psalm chapter 46, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help us in times of trouble. So it says here in verse 2, so we will not fear when the earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the seas. Verse 3, let the oceans roar and foam. I'll add to it, and even let the giants scream in our face. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. But you see, God's going to be a very present help in the times of those challenges. Let's look at Psalm 27, verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? Let me give you another scripture. It's found in 1 Peter chapter 5, and verse 7. I hope that this is blessing you because it sure is me. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. You know, the reason I read those quickly and through those without making a lot of comments on them is that I wanted to find out how you feel after you hear those scriptures, after you hear the promises of God that he's a very present help in times of trouble, that God is concerned about our cares because he cares for us, that God is always there no matter what we're facing, that God is there to defend us and to be with us and to take us through that trial and bring us into an overcoming life. You see, when we hear these challenges, we need then to get the scriptures to counteract that because when we hear the scriptures and we hear the word of God and hear the promises of God, what do they do? for us. Let me ask you, what does it do for you to hear those scriptures? Well, to me, they give strength to me to face anything. They give hope to me for God's comfort. They are living and active in my life and they give me the promises of God. So I hope that that's a blessing to you. I hope that when you face trials and challenges that you'll look at it and say, I'll tell you what, even though I'm facing these now, God's going to take me through them and how these trials are going to bring abundant living in my life. Let me pray for you and let's claim that for you right now. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this lesson. I have felt in this teaching that you have brought forth so many promises to your people. And I pray now that we would take this, these scriptures, these challenges, the life that David had, the challenges he faced with giant, with the giant Goliath, and that we would apply that to our life, the giants that we face in life, and the fear that tries to come after us, that we can take authority over that, and we can believe God's word, and we can believe God's promises. David looked at the giant and said, how dare you test the God of Israel? We need to same thing to say the same thing to the trials in our life. How dare you test my God, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit in my, my life. I take authority over this challenge. I bind it and I believe that God's going to bring forth abundance in my life and bring an overcoming spirit into me. And so I pray that'll take place in the lives of those who are listening in today, Father. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for what you've done. And I believe, Lord, we're in a series on abundance that is going to bless the lives of all those who are listening in. And I thank you for that in advance, and I give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Well, I hope that this has been a blessing to you, and I really hope that you're telling people about these podcasts on abundant living and how to live a life 
as an overcomer. I wanted to talk about this, quite frankly, for you know probably almost the whole two years that I've been on this. But I've been teaching and laying a foundation of other teachings that I believe have been helpful to you. But I believe now we're ready to claim the promises of God and we're going to claim the prize that God has for us and that is to live an abundant life and an overcoming life. So if you'd like to know more about the teachings of the podcast entitled Quality Christian Living, because that's what this is called, I would like you to go to my webpage. You can go to davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, you'll see a link on the first page of that. And there'll be a link to the 200 podcasts that I've done. Various topics, various areas, I think will be a blessing to you. There's messages there on faith and on prosperity and on generosity and on the gifts of the Spirit and the manifestations of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit. There's messages there to help you live an overcoming life, how to get out of debt and enjoy the rewards of God. So I believe those will bless you and you'll have access to all 200 of these podcasts. And I pray that they'll be something that'll help you in your walk with God and help you live a quality Christian life. In addition to that, if you look at my webpage, you'll see that I've written several books and the references are there. One's entitled Receive everything from what we call nothing. That's a book on faith. There's another one called Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living. There's another one called Generosity, What's in it for me? And there's references to prosperity, to spiritual prosperity, leading to financial prosperity, and just a plethora of topics in those books that'll help you. And I've used those books for most of my teachings in these podcasts. I hope they'll be a blessing to you. In addition to that, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your your podcast. So thank you for listening in. Thank you for being a part of this podcast today. And we're going to continue in this same series. We're going to continue to talk about the blessings of God and abundant living and overcoming living. And I don't have the title of the next podcast. I usually do, but I'm just trying to hold off on that because I've got a number of ways to present abundant living to you. And I haven't decided which one yet will come into the next podcast. So we'll do that shortly. But I want you to get excited about this. I want you to get ready from week to week. Jakes makes a statement. He says, get ready, get ready, get ready. When he makes that statement, you just anticipate that something special is going to happen. So I'm going to rob that from him and basically tell you that I believe you need to get ready, get ready, get ready for the blessings of God to come into your life and to learn what it is to live the abundant life that Jesus talked about and get this defeat and this worry and this fear and this anxiety out of your life and replace it with the joy of the Lord because that's the strength that we have. So I'm going to close with these words. I pray that God will bless you and that he'll keep you and that face will shine upon you and that he'll be gracious to you and give you peace. And I pray that you'll prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until our next message, I pray that God will richly bless you and you'll walk in abundant living and be an overcomer. And that when you get that into your heart and into your life and into your spirit, that you'll share it with others. Please just don't take this teaching for yourself. I want you to share it with someone else. If you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, I pray that you would surrender your life to him right now. You say, Father, I'm sorry for the sin of my life. If you're a non-believer right now, but you like what you're hearing, but you, you want to have that relationship with Jesus that I've been talking about, I pray that you'll just say, I'm sorry for the sins I've committed. I ask you to forgive me these sins and forgive me from them. And I receive you, Lord Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. And I promise to serve you all the days of my life. If you prayed that prayer, you gave your heart to Christ, you need to find a good church now. Join a good Bible preaching, believing church. And I know that God will richly bless you. Once again, thank you for listening in and being a part of Quality Christian Living. Our next podcast will deal with abundant living and living that overcoming life.